The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Voice America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. I'm very, very excited about this special show today because it's really one big tweet-up. And for those that don't know what a tweet-up is, it's when you meet people up on Twitter and you get to meet them live. And although we're not person-to-person, we're certainly on the phone and we get to hear each other's voices. Um, I'm going to introduce the first couple of guests that are on this show. And everybody on this show are active Twitter users. So for those of you that just want to get past the basics in using Twitter, this is a good show for you to listen to. First, I have Brian Hensworth, who I do know in person from my conventional marketing group provisors. Brian is a principal with Newman Grace Marketing, and like me, he grew up in a world where there was no Twitter. He grew up in a 1.0 traditional marketing and PR world. Welcome, Brian. Good morning. It's really good to have you on the air. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure, and you're going to join us throughout the whole show, just like Web Anna, Anna Gonzalez, who, for the first time, I am going to hear her vocal voice, her real voice, but she's a very, very, very strong voice on Twitter and in all social marketing platforms, and um, Anna Gonzalez was a traditional journalist and is a web journalist, and she seems to be the queen of Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, at least in Twitter. Welcome so much, Anna. Oh, thank you so much. Good morning. It's, uh, there you are. There's your voice. There you are. Real the voice. voice. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's like a real tweet up. It's so much fun. Well, I have different questions to ask each of you, and then I want to just all converse. And, you know, Brian, you and I have breakfast a couple of times, and we're talking about how, you know, we had to certainly integrate social media into our conventional marketing services because otherwise we'd become extinct and obsolete. Um, so for those of us that had done marketing for, you know, a long time, it really didn't work to our benefit to ignore um, the viral capabilities and marketability and saleability of social media. So when did you figure it out, Brian, that this was something that you really had to learn and master and offer to your clients as a capability? Well, you know, it, it, that, that's really a great question because I, I'm one of those who was, I think, an, an early adopter but kind of not really. I'm one of those who, who jumped onto Facebook, who jumped into LinkedIn, and who had a Twitter account quite a long time ago, but I didn't really embrace it for quite a while. And uh, I teach a class or two uh, each semester at Pepperdine University in Malibu. And I really have to say it was my students that got me to embrace it because kids in college today live online and they live in social media. So they were the ones that really got me interested in Facebook. And about five years ago, 
pretty early on in the game, a student had a, a thought for one of my clients, and they said, you know, you really ought to set up a, a MySpace page for that client. And I, I thought it really wasn't a great idea, but we did it. We did a promotion on MySpace for a, a client uh, with that manufactures bicycles, and it was a huge success. And it was like seeing the reality right in front of me, and the total cost to the client was zero. There was no printing. We didn't have to travel. We did it all online. And that was the moment that I kind of said, you know what, i got to th- try and throw a lasso around this and see if I can't figure out how I can apply this to my clients. And that was about five years ago. Well, you were ahead of the game of most traditional marketers five years ago. You were lucky to be teaching and be in touch with, uh, you know, the virtual generation. Well, and they're, they're, students in college today are completely fearless when it comes to technology. And I would say that much of my client base is the exact opposite. So I have, I have a grand canyon that I need to cross between these two different parts of, of my work. But I have to say... I. As much as I learn, I try to bring to the party with the clients, and it's it's slow for a lot of clients. There's a lot of clients who are who are very uh, technologically phobic. Uh, they don't see the the light at the end of the tunnel. They see a lot of wasted time, and they need to really be convinced. But I have to say, in the last six months, it, it felt to me like somewhere about six months ago, maybe four months ago, that we collectively in the business world hit a tipping point. And we've now crossed to the area where people are now inviting it a lot more than they were before. Well, well, maybe Brian, because you're you're encouraging your clients to have got and the people around you to have hit that tipping point. I think that there's a lot of people out there, you know, who still have to find that tipping point. But I want to talk. I want to talk to Web Anna. Anna, do you want me to refer to you as Web Anna or Anna? It's actually kind of fun hearing you say Webana, so um, yeah, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> okay, well, listen, then I'm gonna then you're gonna be at Webana, and that's it. That's your name for the vocal show. Now you now you kind of came into your professional self on the web. Am I right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I had was approached um, over a year ago to start doing a nightly tech and internet internet trend segment on uh, TXA Twenty One TV. Uh, it's a local, it's the sister station to CBS 11 here in Dallas, Texas. And um, so it was just, you know, I was doing it and I was really enjoying myself and, you know, really getting into everything. And a good friend of mine who works at Golan Harris PR, um, his name is Alex Tan, he was like, you know, you really need to start thinking of yourself as a brand. And I was like, wow, that this whole time I've been focusing on TXA, TXA, and now it's time for me to you know, focus on myself. Well, who is Anna Gonzalez? And then one day one of the anchors started singing, she is Web Anna, like Copacabana, <laughs> and that name just kind of stuck, and so from there on out, it was like, all right, this is Web Anna, this is what I do, this is what I love, and I just sort of blossomed into it, and I just love Twitter and being able to share information, that's the whole reason I got into journalism, was to share information and help other people by, you know, through educating them, even if it's within sharing links in 140 characters or less. Right, right. And, you know, even though we're limited to 140 characters or less, the beauty of linking and crunching is you really can jam in more information. You just have to put the link in there. Yeah, exactly. And actually, um, last night and continuing on to this morning, um, I was having a conversation with somebody about how to end racism. And, I mean, so these are some deep, deep conversations 
that I'm having with somebody somewhere across the United States. And, you know, we're, we're having these conversations in 142nd sound bites, basically, thoughts that we're projecting out to see, you know, for good. But, of course, you know, only an hour before that, we were talking about, you know, television shows and how much we love them. So I just love the, the wide gamut that you can talk about on, on Twitter. Oh, it's great. And I just want to, so this is pretty much what you do. You're a web anchor. Um, actually, it was what I did until uh, about two Fridays ago. Um, I realized that um, while my station is pretty progressive, um, the station that I had worked for, um, I realized if I really wanted to be the forefront of what we're doing here with new media projects, collaboration, educating others, um, I really needed to branch out on my own. And so I said goodbye to CBS and um, I have another person who's also saying goodbye to the station who's coming with us uh, down to Austin to start blogging and working on a collaborative project. And then um, another local newser um, started decided that they wanted to join us, and then yet another person um, wanted to join us with this project that we're working on. And um, so that's where we are. We're, we're trying to organically grow a site that's all about collaborative digital media because when you think of blogs, People think text, maybe picture, but with the Internet now, I mean, you have so much more you can just plug in, and that's kind of where we're standing right now and seeing how we connect to people from Dallas-Fort Worth area to London to Japan, and we're already making those connections, and I love it. I love being able to connect. Like right now, what we're doing, you know, I'm here in Dallas, and you're over in L.A., and I just I love that. But we're It's you know, we're bringing the world, making the world smaller. You know? A global source of information. Well, I'm really glad to hear that you're, I think that you have the potential to branch out globally, and, you know, I think that you're branded well. And while I have Brian on the phone, I, you know what, Brian, if you have any questions for Webana about Twitter that you might be curious about and hear her point of view, please ask them. Will do. You know, please ask them. But we have a couple of more minutes. Um, I think Brian and I often talk um when we meet about, you know, more advanced tweet functions. And they're, they're not advanced for you, WebAnna. They're advanced for the people that Brian and I try to coach. And one of the things I think we wanted to ask you is when people get into community groups, how do you find the, the hashtagging process and finding local communities on Twitter and becoming a part of them? I actually um, use Google. And um, I search for groups that way um, because there's so many different applications that you, that Twitter can use, you know, like Twello. Um, so really researching those other applications, external applications, and seeing um, how groups are growing, growing organically is one way to do that. And also paying attention to your own community and seeing when those hashtags pop up um, because um, if the difference between searching for, let's say, Michael Jackson um, and then searching for hashtag all one word Michael Jackson is, um, do you know how when you, when you put in a tweet and you put the at sign in front of somebody's name, it automatically makes it a URL. So it makes that word clickable, right? Right. And the same thing happens with the hashtag is by putting that hashtag, you are now making Michael Jackson a clickable link so that you can see what the community is talking about. And really, I just um, I keep my ears and eyes open, really eyes, because there's no talking on Twitter, um, and seeing what kind of hashtags people are using. I use um, the trending topics um, that are popular, and I also use a program called Twitscope. And it is so fun, because if you guys have access to the Internet right now, definitely check it out, twitscope.com, and it will show you a tag cloud of what everybody is talking about right this second. And it's so funny, because, say, for example, 
um, every day at 3 a.m., people announce that it's 3 a.m. So all of a sudden, 3 a.m. is a hot trending topic. It's not hot enough to make it on to the homepage of Twitter that shows you the trending topics, but it's hot enough to show you just right that moment, you know, all the different words people are talking about. So Iran, obviously a lot of those words were um, were very popular for a long time, and then all of a sudden Michael Jackson and then Billy Mays and, you know, so it's a really oh, good way resource yeah, to find out what well, people are talking about right well, now. Listen, we have to take our first commercial break in about 30 seconds. So while we're on break, Brian, I want you to you know think about some questions that you could ask Webana that might be useful to you know your marketing clients that you're coaching in social media. Because as you can see, we're getting much deeper into topics that you and I are usually able to get to when we're mm-hmm. teaching basic social media. Am I correct? Yes. Okay, so listen, let's take a commercial break. You're both on for the whole show. I'm really excited about it. And, you know, Webana, you can ask us questions too, you know, about what it was like for us to kind of learn how to swim. Because <laughs> we've, yeah, you know, we've had a long time of not knowing how to. So I look forward to the next segment, Brian Hemsworth, Webana, and it's a real big tweet up, and stay tuned for more. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.brpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.brpublicrelations.com. Owen Hodge Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective. That'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. The Owen Hodge Show. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. 
We're back, and in this segment, we have Brian Hemsworth from Newman Grace, and we have Web Anna, Anna Gonzalez, journalist, web journalist extraordinaire. Um, in the next couple of segments, after this segment, they will be staying on the air with us, and then I will be having on the show At Working Moms, another very, very productive community group who I've only met on Twitter, and I'll be talking to them voice-to-voice for the first time. So um, let me, I want to ask you both a question. Um, you know, how many people have you met through Twitter that you wouldn't have met if you weren't tweeting? And, Brian, I'd like to pose that question to you first. Well, I, um, a lot. Uh, there's a lot of people that I've now come into contact, and I, and I have to say, um, personally, I've been much more active blogging in the last couple months than I was prior to that. And, and I do see that there's, a, you know, sort of a pretty dramatic ramping up of activity. And I've, I've found people that I would say are, are very um, aligned with what I do. A lot of marketing people, a lot of CEOs, a lot of, a lot of people from the C-suite that I would typically consult with that I've engaged in conversations with. And then there's a whole other world of people that I really wouldn't have been in touch with, people that have nothing to do with what I'm doing but for one reason or another have interest in or following me or that I've seen tweets on that I've begun following. So it's, it's really a, a lot of different people that, that I've come into contact in a relatively short period of time. Do you, do you um, stay with any particular community group or do you switch around? Have you been doing chats? You know, I, I haven't been doing as many chats. One of the things that I like to do is when I engage in a conversation with somebody, um, I will often drive that conversation somewhere else. Um, for example, with you, you're close by, so I like driving that conversation to having coffee with you in the morning. Uh, with other people, it might be emails or a phone conference, or sometimes I, I actually uh, did meet up with a woman who is in New York. I'm in Los Angeles. We, we struck up a, a professional friendship both on Twitter and LinkedIn, and she happened to be coming to Los Angeles, and her office in Los Angeles and mine are about 20 miles apart. We met 10 miles in between, and uh, we actually may end up doing some business together as a result of that. Now, a lot of people who have not gotten virtual yet um, don't understand that you really can generate business and make relationships. Adam, do you know any, any people who are not virtual yet in the people that you come into touch with day in and day out, or is everybody in your universe virtual? Oh, no, I definitely come into to contact with people who are like, Twitter, what's that? I don't even want to get on that bandwagon or, you know, LinkedIn, why do I need to do that? So I definitely take it upon myself to be um, an evangelist, a brand evangelist for uh, sites like, you know, for social networking sites. And um, I try not to lay it on too heavy, but, you know, just uh, explain, like, what the benefits are and how you can connect with people. And what I really um, enjoy about Twitter is the ability that it's it's so anonymous. I mean, you have, you know, you know my name is Webana, but, you know, maybe I live in Texas um, and a little bit about myself in 160 characters or less, and that's about it. So, you know, we can engage in these conversations without being worried about, oh, no, are you going to see pictures of my dogs or my house or whatever. It's just that one picture. And then what I like about it also is if we do start these really great conversations, then, you know, like he was saying, we could then go into LinkedIn or then we can go into each other's Facebook page and start getting to know each other on a more personal level. So, um, you know, I think 
you know, and even with my parents, I always give it the parent test, you know, like I love my mom and dad, but I'm like, okay, if I can explain this to them and they can get on board, then I think I can help convert everybody else. You know? No, no, it's true. Well, it's funny because with you, Webana, our relationship has progressed because we met in Twitter, you know, right. that was our initial point of contact. And I liked your tweets. I mean, that's why I wanted to invite you to come onto the show. I really liked what you were saying. And I, you know, you, you have a lot of character in those 140 character limitations. And Thank you. And you saw that you're a personality. Um, and then I saw that you, you know, asked me to be a friend on Facebook. And now this morning I saw that you asked me to be a friend on LinkedIn. So we're kind of <laughs> like spanning the platforms together. Um, we have each other's exactly. email addresses. We could talk to each other on the phone and we could talk about you know, what kinds of collaborations we all can do together in the future. And, you know, there, hence, is the evolution of a relationship, right? Exactly, yeah. And I love L.A. Um, we're actually moving to Austin because it's only three three um, hours away, but our eventual goal is to end up in L.A. And I was just, like, just fascinated with all of the industry that's going on there because um, um, Austin seems to be, like, a microcosm of that. You know, it has a very... Uh, tech industry, and um, it's actually one of the top ten cities um, where that has tweeters, which is interesting because it's it's a smaller city, and so I, I'm really interested in how people use technology in different geographical areas, and you know, closing that gap and bringing more people on, and because really all you need is internet access and a computer. So, Cindy, do you mind if I ask Webana a question? Oh no, I want wait, you to. I well, encourage she, you she to. Yeah, yeah and I have a question for you too. So, okay, well, so go you ahead, just, interchange. You gave me a great a, a, a great segue when you're talking about the geography, and um, I had just attended a conference that had a lot of journalists that are really turning to social networking, and I really think journalists are sort of waving the the banner right now in social media and are are, are a real driving force. But in the last couple of weeks, we've seen another very powerful driving force that has brought Twitter to the forefront, and that's everything that's been going on in Iran. And I wanted to know from your perspective, being very active on this, how did you see that? And, and what all did you witness on Twitter during these last couple of weeks as it related to what was going on in Iran, a very big worldwide event? Right, exactly. Um, well, when the news first hit, um, you know, news breaks on Twitter, which is another really good reason to be on it, even if you're not actively broadcasting your own tweets. Um, you don't even need an account to start seeing what's going on in the community. But since I am in the community, what I noticed is it was like a sudden change in mood. It was like Twitter was not – people were stopping tweeting. They weren't tweeting about themselves. They weren't tweeting about – because a lot of people share information about social media and how to get more hits on your website or, you know, business stuff uh, or business information. But um, – it was like all of a sudden the mood shifted and they were like, what are we going to do? How can we help? And I thought that was so interesting because people, a lot of criticism about social media is that it's very ego-driven, and I would definitely agree with that for um, a large part of it, but to see that an event like this could change the community into, no, it's not about me and it's not about promoting business or promoting my product. It's about helping other people and how can we help other people? And that was another thing I saw was like this desperation of, well, what do we do? And so I think that's why, for those of you who aren't familiar, um, everybody started turning their avatars, their little pictures, they started changing them green. And it was to show support for the people and what they were going through. And it, it's just like a little something. It's all, it's like buying the yellow ribbon, you know, to support the troops and putting it in your car. You know, it's like you, it's something that you could do to feel like maybe you're helping them or, you know, showing your support. 
And I really thought that that was tremendous because almost all of my friends were green, you know, and I thought that was amazing. And so then we started thinking, when I say we, I say we a lot because my husband and I work together. Um, he's Ever Zalis. His last name's Everton. My last name's Gonzalez. So we put him together for Ever Zalis. Hmm. Um, but, um, you know, what we started thinking about is, you know, well, what can you do? You know, you find out not, not just about this, but any political movement, and you get upset, and you're like, okay, I, I understand this. What can I do? Well, you know, the three things we came up with is share information, you know, which is exactly what you can do on Twitter. You feel like you're contributing or, you know, doing some sort of action when you retweet someone's information about what's going on over there or anywhere, something that can help people. Um, also, broaden your scope of where you're getting your information because, you know, there is definitely still a place for mainstream media, but now with all these blogs, I mean, there's a whole other world out there where you can get information. And then the third thing is, you know, make your money count wherever you you know, wherever you decide to purchase, you're you're voting with your credit card. So um, that's something that, you know, that I those are the three things that we kind of noticed that people, just from everybody's tweets, that's kind of how we saw things going. And then it was like, well, when do you, then somebody asked, when do you turn your avatar back to a no, normal color? Because isn't that kind of like, oh, well, now we're forgetting about Iran, you know? And so then there was kind of like a debate about, well, when do you do that? And I've noticed more people are starting to turn their avatars normal, um, but it doesn't mean that we've forgotten because I'm still sh- showing and people are still sharing that kind of information. So that was kind of the the progression that I saw going on. Did you have a question for Brian before we come to the end of this segment? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I know that for a really good strategic communications campaign, you have to have the social media aspect, but you also have to be out in the real world. And, you know, so what kind of marketing techniques still work and are valid in this in this technological age? Um, great question. Uh, what what we typically say, we have a, a, a funny little line that we say here, is that we're media agnostic at, at Newman Grace. We like to apply the technology as it relates to our clients. So I will say that I've got a few clients who we've not figured out a great strategy online for them yet because they might be in a really unique, focused area. But with most of our clients, I'd say 80% of them now, we've begun integrating social media strategies in with traditional. And with maybe 20% of our clients, I would say social media has become the dominant media of the strategy. So it's not uncommon for us to have a client that we set up a Facebook page for their company, individual pages for the people at the company, LinkedIn accounts, Twitter accounts, a blog, and we might also be doing direct mail at the same time. Because right. what we've learned is different people want to be spoken to and want to communicate in different ways. And it's it's not one size fits all anymore. And that, that's really the biggest part of our education with our clients is that we might need to speak to seven different audiences seven different ways. The, the, the time of broadcasting is still applicable if you're a giant brand. You'll still have to do other things, but you might be able to broadcast huge messages but really, we're doing much more microcasting now. And for small to mid-sized businesses, it's really the way that it's trending right now. Oh no, that's I, I think that's a, a good you know a good compact answer. Um, you know, I you know I just want to add, if it's okay, that in the public relations business um, in the, and in the press relations side of things, because BR public relations really only focuses. I mean, that's our specialty area growing up with traditional journalists, we're finding that most of our journalism friends have made the switch 
and are very, very active themselves. So they still have their columns in the New York Times and USA Today and Business Week, but they also are very, very accessible in Twitter, and they continue to talk to their public relations contacts the same, you know, in the virtual space as they used to when they acknowledged those and respected those contacts in the physical world. Mm-hmm. But right now we have to take another commercial break. I want to just say in the next segment, Anessa and Anne-Marie from Working Moms is going to join us. I want you both to ask them questions because they've formed a community of single moms who support each other in the business community all through Twitter and help people get credit lines and stuff. So they pretty, they're in an active community in themselves and they're always tweeting relevant information. Very, very impressed with them as I had been with you, Webana. So, um, that will be the next two segments will, you know, we'll compile a real community tweet up and talk to each other about how we are using Twitter to our own business benefits. And I want us all to jump in and talk about that, okay? Sounds so great. stay tuned for At Working Moms with At Web Anna and with At B. Hemsworth, and we'll see you in the next segment. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. If you've tried everything on the market and can't seem to get the radiant results you want from your skincare routine, it's time you stop shopping and start listening. Skin Health Today will help you take charge and start making smart choices for a lifetime of radiant skin and positive self-image. Join host Celeste Hilling and her esteemed panel of experts every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Skin Health Today on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Oh, 
Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 866-472-5788. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We're back, everybody, and before I introduce our newest guests, I want to say a couple of things. First of all, I want to acknowledge my social media coach, who is a client. Um, um, I want to really acknowledge Heather Vila, who is the CEO of IAC Professionals and the founder of IAC Easy, which is accounting software. And because she is so ambitious and so progressive with social media, she has found great success with her accounting software and her virtual assistant and coaching businesses, accounting business. And it's really because she knows how to work 2.0, and she taught me everything that I know. So it's really great when a client that hires you for public relations ends up teaching you um, so much that you could ever imagine knowing. So there's a shout-out to Heather Vila, IAC Professionals, IAC Easy. And I also wanted to say that, you know, for WebAnna, you know, you mentioned to me in Twitter land that you do hosting you know, for all kinds of topics and subjects. And, you know, we hope, Brian and I hope that maybe you'll consider us to talk to us about hosting certain um, events, like perhaps crisis communications, et cetera. Do you want to say anything about that? Um, when you mean hosting, you mean um, like actually being a, web a host, host for, a, for an event? A forum on, let's say, crisis communications. Yeah, I mean, I think that... Um, you know, like I said, I, I'm just a natural brand evangelizer, and I love educating people about that's basically what it is, is telling people and sharing information. So um, that's what I love to do, and that's the whole reason, the basis of where I come from everything, you know, is is to, to talk about those kinds of things. And um, I actually have a uh, strategic communications background. I went to school thinking I would be um, helping a lobbyist, <laughs> you know, and um, doing political communications. And then I was like, well, before... You know, I can figure that out. I'd, I'd like to see what the media does and how, you know, because the media is how you get the message out. And um, that's how I ended up at in local news. So, yeah, absolutely. All right, that sounds good. Well, listen, let me welcome our next guest at Working Moms. I think I have Anessa and Amory. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Well, welcome, ladies. We've been promoting you Hello. throughout the show. And, yep. again, we're very, very excited to have you because I told my listeners that this is actually the first time that we're talking voice-to-voice, but we've made friends with each other in Twitter. So welcome, and tell everybody, you know, a little bit about what you guys do. Um, well, we are two single moms, and we have a business together, and we do a little bit of everything. We have multiple businesses and we actually our biggest thing is we help people with um to help repair their credit. So but um I do more more of the marketing thing and Anne Marie does a lot of the social media. She's our big inspiration. She's the one who keeps everyone going and thinking positive. If something goes bad, she's the one there to turn everything around. Okay, so, so how did you guys meet? Um we're mother and daughter. 
Your mother and daughter. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yep. my God. No, you didn't say that. By the way, I should introduce you to the people who are on the show. We have Brian Hemsworth from Newman Grace, and he's a traditional marketer that has incorporated 2.0 into his capabilities. And we have Web Anna, who is, you know, web broadcaster extraordinaire out of Dallas, Texas. So now you all know each other. But I had no idea that you were mother and daughter. Yes, we are. Oh my God, that's like really fantastic because you know I was I I didn't know with you know the Anne Marie and Anessa it um you know it's hard to tell right so right. Yeah. um when did you when did you guys start tweeting? Well, Anessa actually opened up the a Twitter account back last year, and then as we were been doing business, I said you know about February time you know what is this Twitter account? It just sits here. Let me see if I can do something with it. So I got on blindly and started tweeting. We have since, you know, took some renegade pro classes and things like that. But when I got on Twitter, I realized um, my part on Twitter would be inspirational. And you're the one that's and you're the one that's sending out all the relevant information. I, yes, I am. Yeah, to to moms, and I think that I started to retweet you a couple of times. But you know, all this kind of information that's really relevant to people who are trying to organize their lives. And I know that it's very, very hard to be a single working mom because I was one. So I that's why I kind of connected with you guys because you know. Um, it's it, it's a special challenge, and when I was a single working mom, you know, they're really, I, I was really an anomaly. I mean, I wasn't an entrepreneur. I worked for Playboy Enterprises Inc., but um, I was like one of the few people that had a nanny, and I had to really a lot of my salary had to be, <laughs> you know, put aside for that. But it's unique and it's hard, and I would imagine that Twitter gives you a lot of community support. Yes, Twitter does. It's a great community. I've made a lot of great friends in there. We share stories and different, you know, issues of, you know, what we should do, you know, business-wise, personally-wise. Like right now, you know, you know, one of my friends on Twitter went asked, what would you do with the kids while you're doing this, you know? We just give advice and help each other and be there, you know, um, Always there. I kind of like, and if you somebody know, reaches out, kind of like, the you know, their coach and saying it's okay, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just like, you know, if something happens, it's okay. Go up, go around it. You know, you can get still to that goal. So. Oh, right. And I think that's true. And, I, you know, we were talking before um, um, Brian and um, Webb Anna were talking about Iran and the community, and I noticed that you became green, too. Yep, we did that um, at the beginning. We did that right at the beginning. And, you know, it's one thing about Twitter is you always seem to find out what's going on right at the beginning. And I like that. You, you understand, you know, you've got people giving you information. And it's great. It's a great place for to learn. It's a great place to grow and to share things and really develop you as a person. And develop new friendships. Have you yeah. developed? I mean, how much has your community grown since you start? When did you start? When did you start? When I actually, when I started tweeting back in February, I think Anessa had maybe fifty people. I'm up to over nine thousand. Nine thousand. Wow. All organic. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I just all by people, you know, retweeting me. People, you know, hearing about me and signing. You know, I usually don't go and follow people. I do. I have followed a few people. You know, I mean. 
half of my people I followed, I could say. But lately, the last month or so, people just been coming to me, and they follow me, and I follow them back. I, 9,000 organic people, that is really pretty amazing. I mean, you know, a lot of people can brag that they have, you know, 10,000, 80,000 people, but, you know, they're using, you know, these, you know, follow me kind of things. <laughs> and, um, you know, all of these people are people that came to you because of your subject matter and because you're tying a community together. Do you ever do community groups? Do you ever do the hashtagging thing? Uh, I do a little bit of hashtagging, but I really don't do community groups. Um, I haven't really that touched that aspect of tweeting. All right. Well, so, you know, we got into it before, and actually, Webana, what you 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 go to Google more so, right? Um, yeah, just when I'm searching for for the groups, um, you know. But uh, I think that um, you know, even if you were to start a hashtag that is the uh, an acronym for your name, it's it's well, it was Working Moms. What was it? Yes. Working. Yeah. The name working of your moms, Twitter yeah. account. Yeah, Working Moms. Yeah. So even um, so, that's short enough that that could be you know a hashtag also, or you know just hashtag something relevant um, because then when people are passing information around, you know, even if they're not sending it directly, um, you know, from you or to you, you know, they still have that hashtag that you kind of own. You know, so it's almost like a counterpart um, to your um, you know your Twitter name. Um, I would, that's something that I would definitely suggest. Um, there's a, a website called Mom It Forward, which is kind of like Pay It Forward. So it's all moms who are socially conscious, and their hashtag is GNO, and that's for Girls Night Out. And um, they do have a chat every um, Wednesday night. But what I thought was so cool was that even it doesn't matter just because the chat happens on Wednesday. You know, throughout the entire week and any time, they can tag, anybody can tag something with GNO saying, hey, everybody in this community, I want you to see this. So, um, you know, even if you guys develop something really simple like, you know, WM, you know, it's just, or working moms, you know, it's still a way to, to promote what you, what you guys are doing. And Brian, you could do working dads. <laughs> yeah. I want to bring yeah. you into this conversation yeah. because, you know, I know that at least you're, you're a parent. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I've got to tell you, there's another really critical point I, tweeted on this a couple weeks ago because I was amazed to find this out, and that is that the search engines have rewritten the algorithms to put a lot more weight on Twitter. And right. one of the ways that you find that is that a lot of tweets are now getting searched um, and are searchable almost real time, certainly within 24 hours, which mm -hmm. is a lot faster than a lot of websites get. So discussions, chats, anything that's topical, and particularly when you've got great handles like Working Moms, those are things that are very easily searched. And right now, Google is putting a lot of weight into what's going on on Twitter. So the power of, of Twitter has really also been amplified by, its, um, by how much Google likes it now. So that's, that's, that's good for all of us who are doing that. Very, very true. It's like, you know, it's almost Google on steroids. It's wild. We're coming to the end of this segment, but in the last segment, you're all going to be on the air together, and I want to encourage Emery and Anessa, you know, to ask any of us, Brian and Web Anna, questions that you guys might have in order to, you know, to, if you want to learn how to increase you know, the usability potential of Twitter for what you're doing or even ask, you know, any of us what you can do perhaps to 
you know, increase awareness through traditional marketing in the physical world. So I, why don't you think about that when we take a commercial break? You know, stay on the air, and we're coming back to our last segment of Twitter Mania just after these commercials. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not. But she will answer your questions. Back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We're back in this wonderful world of, of Twitter mania, and I'm having a lot of fun, and I hope my guests are too. Now, Abana, is your husband James on the line with us? Because I see that he's tweeting about the show consistently. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he's actually doing a live blog. Um, um, he's listening in and uh, just sharing the information with others who maybe can't listen in, but you know, still wants to, you know, still want to know what's going on. Well, you know what? He, he, if the picture is, if the, if the avatar is indeed him, he's very cute. You make a very, very <laughs> handsome couple. 
<laughs> Thank you so much. I think he's really cute, too. Yeah, I know. You make a really, really great couple. Cindy, um, I just have to I, tell you real quick, this is the coolest thing in the world. We're, we're on the radio, on the Internet, on Twitter, and I'm watching these tweets coming up about the show that we're talking on minute by minute. This is the coolest thing. It, it, it is really, really live. And you know what, Brian, if we were at a, a provisor's talk, this is our traditional business networking group that Brian and I are both a part of, I wish that we could have a big monitor, okay, that shows us on the air with all of this happening simultaneously because that's the best way for people who don't understand it to really understand it, right? This, oh, this is, I think a few of their heads would explode, but I think they really <laughs> see the, kind of the power and the impact of it. Well, Brian, maybe perhaps we should work to make this happen. I think we just came up with an idea. I think okay. we could do it. I think we could you know make what? this happen. Totally. Brian does, you know, his social media workshops, too. So maybe at one of your workshops, we do, you know, we do this live. We could do that. Ah, well, I mean, we, and, we you know, and that. then all of you have to be a part of it. Are you in? Yeah, oh, we're in. Oh, okay. It sounds yeah, really good. I, I love making this stuff happen. Um, let me ask um, Anessa and Amory, you know, at Working Moms, do you have any questions about, you know, traditional marketing, like, you know, pre-Twitter? Because you kind of got into this organically because, you know, Anessa set this up and you're trying to figure out what to do with it. But now that you have this community of 9,000 people, I mean, that's what marketing is. It's getting people to follow you. And you managed to do this just by kind of, you know, creating this, you know, single mom support organization. You know, do you have any aspirations to, you know, take it outside of the Twitter community? Yeah, we actually have both because right now with um, on Twitter even, we're not sure how to exactly come across promoting. Um, we don't want to do too much self-promotion. We usually do it with our blogs, but we don't really self-promote like our businesses or anything, and we don't know how to exactly even come across on Twitter doing that. We don't want to lose any of our following. So does Brian or WebAnna have any tips for us so we can like self-promote our business but without losing followers? Yeah, I think um, if, you know, you guys have already positioned, positioned yourself online as somebody who tweets relative things and, you know, who won't take advantage of your community. So I think if you come at it, like, you know, with your concern, which obviously you are, it's a genuine concern, saying, you know, hey, if you guys, you know, have time, also please do this. Kind of like a soft pitch, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. You know, um, concerning, you know, pitch back to your blog for sure. And, you know, um, I think that the community, since they're already showing that you're so supportive of you, will also take those businesses and say, oh, that's awesome, that's so great, and you'll find them to be just as supportive and just as, you know, your tweets will be just as retweetable. Um, so as long as you're not, you know, really just kind of punching them out, you know, punching them in the face saying, ah, buy my product or, you know, whatever. If it's more of a soft pitch, you know, take your pitches from your personality, you know, um, the way that you would tweet it, you know, tweet it that way as opposed to trying to think like a salesperson, then I think you'll find your community is really receptive. Ryan, do you have anything to add to that? Um, just a little bit. I, I completely agree with that, and, and we call it soft marketing when we're coaching our clients on that because we, we know that a hard pitch is going to lose people instantly online. There, there's no room for, for error with that um, when, every, when anybody does a hard sell. So we recommend soft marketing that way, and I think one of the ways that you can do that is if you have an arsenal of information, what people love about it is they love valuable information. 
And when you can weave those little bits of valuable information into a conversation or, as Webb Anna said, just that real simple, soft little drive that says, you know, if you have a question on that, check out my blog or check out this, you know, report that we did. Um, it may answer some questions. You're not saying, go here, buy this, get your credit card out, press hard four copies. You do a, a real soft one. And people will actually value you more from that. Even if they don't need that, they'll see that you're not pushing too hard. They like value online. That's the thing that we see time and time again. Yeah, because right now I, you know, just do my normal tweeting, my inspirational tweeting, and, you know, and on relevant topics and things. And the people will come to us and ask us, you know, what business do you do? And, you know, they'll like to, you know, join. Or they'll just want to find out information. And, we, you know, we build a bond, a bigger bond there. But like I said, I haven't done any self-promoting whatsoever. The only thing I have done that I tweet happy thoughts for a serotonin blog, you know. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. and I'd never be afraid of, of answering the questions if it, if it really gets into your, your business. Um, just as so long as it's not too heavy-handed, I think your audience is actually going to like it and they're going to like seeing that you're an authority on something. Okay. I agree. And I think that there's, you know, you know, some of the things that are suggested, and I, you know, I, I'm loose with it, but there's suggestions that, um, you know, it, you know, a, a third of what you do is relevant information, you know, and retweeting. A third of what you do is more relevant information and referring to community groups and hashtags. And then the suggestion is is that a third can be a little bit of soft self-promotion. And again, you know, these are just suggestions that you pick up from people who are trying to textbook some facts about Twitter. But I think it seems to work. And, you know, the people that... You know, it's just not appreciated when people self-promote all the time, and I think that's what we all have right. to be aware of. Yeah, yeah. I have issues with that, too, because it's constant, one right after another. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, just go out in the street and, you know, sing for pennies or something, but get out of my sweet <laughs> space, right? Well, listen, we're all about to wrap up, so I'm going to ask each of you for, you know, close, closing thoughts and comments quickly, please. Webana, do you want to add anything to summarize the show? Um, you just get involved. Um, don't be too shy. Um, you know, if you want to, uh, if you want to just sit back and watch the conversation before joining Twitter, then you know it's everything's public. So I would definitely recommend trying that um, before you know jumping in and actually getting an account and joining the community. But you know, if you're ready, then do it because you'll have a lot of fun. Ryan, uh, echo the sentiment. You've heard me say this line. I say it in our workshops. You can't break it. You can't break Twitter. That's Brian Hensworth. You can't break Twitter. You can't break social media. And I think um, WebAnna's idea of start a little bit slowly, watch the conversation first, get a comfort level up, and then dive in. Okay. And, and at Working Moms, any last words? Yes, be yourself. Be your, and that's exactly what you guys were, right? Yes, be yourself, yes. And um, listen, I, I want to do similar shows in the future. I want us all to keep in touch and support each other. I, maybe this is the start of something bigger. I want to thank at B. Hemsworth. I want to thank at Web Anna. And I want to thank at Working Moms for being the first Tweet Up radio show that I've ever done. And I am Yay. going to do so many more of them. So I thank you all, and I wish you all a very safe, and happy and celebratory July 4th, okay? You guys you. have a great long weekend, yeah. and I'll see you in Twitter land. Thanks. Take care and goodbye.
you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next Thursday and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. See you next week. I am an American Idol. I got synthetic Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.